Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what up, y'all? What up, rehabbers across the world? What up, new listeners? I'm your host, Trent Shelton. This is the Straight Up Podcast. This is episode 12. And as you can see, I'm feeling a lot better. So thank you all for reaching out your prayers. <laughs> y'all would have thought I was like dying that so many people reached out. But um, feeling better. My voice is starting to come back. I need to stop being so confident before I lose my voice. But I just want to say I appreciate everybody for reaching out, everybody checking on me. That means the world to me. But we are back. And today's episode is something that I talked about in my book. I actually wrote a whole chapter about it in my book, The Greatest You. Something that people ask me about, about a lot. Something that is very hard, like super hard. And even for myself, even as I'm making this podcast right now, I got to practice this, right? We preach it a lot, but I have to practice this in certain areas of my life. But it's so hard. And today we're talking about the F word. And I'm not talking about that F word, so get your mind out the gutter. I'm talking about forgiveness. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton. Straight up. Yes. I know a lot of people are probably thinking like, oh, like... uh, you're thinking about all the reasons right now, why you're not going to forgive, why you shouldn't forgive, you know, all of these things. And I get it. You know, forgiveness is very, very hard to give, especially when like somebody did you wrong. Right. Especially when, you know, something that was unfair that happened to you. And I want to just change your whole perspective because this is what the Straight Up Podcast is all about. I want to change your whole perspective when it comes to forgiveness. And there's three things that I want to talk about today that I believe once we get to the end of this podcast, end of this 30 minutes, that you're going to have a better understanding of forgiveness and a better perspective. And it's going to make it a lot easier. I'm not going to say it's going to make it easy, but a lot easier for you to forgive. Quick story real quick. I had a guy, and I'm not going to say his name, but this happened to me multiple times. But I had a guy who who basically, you know, did me dirty, as I would say. And let me be like straight up with y'all. Like, you know, I'm Mr. Rehab Time. I'm Mr. Motivational, Inspirational, like, you know, good energy, all of those things. But I'm human too. So if you cross me, right, naturally my human side of me, (laughs) the T-shell version of me, which my friends know me by in high school and college, (laughs) tends to come out. And um, I always have to check myself because, you know, everything doesn't always deserve a negative reaction from it, right? But I had this guy that I trusted, and I probably trusted him too quick, but I'm a person that I love to give my trust away because, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, I don't trust nobody. 
and they're lying because you trust the person that made your food at Chick-fil-A. Like, you trust that they didn't spit in it, that they washed their hands. Like, y'all probably gonna have a whole different experience now if y'all go to Chick-fil-A. But you trust the driver next to you. Like, you trust a lot of people. So when people be like, I don't trust nobody, I'm like, you're just hurt. Like, I get that. I used to say that too. You trust a lot of people. And so I'm a person that, I don't say that anymore. I say I trust everybody, because I do. Because I know that if you abuse my trust, if you make me question if you're real or not, if you make me question your loyalty, I know I can always take my trust back, right? I know I can easily, just as easy as I give my trust, I can take it back. So there was this dude, and uh, he was a promoter. I guess that's the best way to put it, a janky one at that. But he was a promoter, and, um, you know, I trusted him. You know, I trusted him. We had built a relationship. You know, he seemed pretty solid. Um, you know, he passed the the whole I can trust him test, all of that. And to make a long story short, the dude did me dirty in business, right? He... He stole some money from me um, way out in South Africa. He stole some money from me. Uh, then he tried to play the victim role. And the first thing that I did, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I was like, how we, like, I looked up on American Airlines and I was like, okay, how much it costs to get to Cape Town? Because we on our way and I'm bringing my friends too. <laughs> we can, <laughs> we about to get our money back. And then I had to like sit down for a second. I had to value. I was like, Trent, like sit down. Like we can do this the legal way. You don't have to always solve it in that way. So you know, I hit the dude up, and he's giving me these stories, these victim stories, all these things. And I should have saw this beforehand because he's given me some signs before that I chose to ignore. And a lot of times we do that, right? When the signs are there, we choose not to see them because something else might be greater. And uh, I choose to ignore the signs. And so I'm hitting this dude up, and I'm like, I'm trying every avenue. Like, bro, like, I'm going to come out there, like, straight up. Like, you playing with my, like, you playing with my money. You know, you playing with my kids, like, this is how I feed my family. Like, I wasted time coming out there. And so, make a long story short, I became, like, bitter. And it made me say those words. Like, I'm not trusting nobody in business. Nope. So, people come to me in opportunities. I would turn them down. I didn't want to work with nobody. Like, I thought everybody was, was shady. And what was happening was I was making people pay for mistakes that they didn't make. I was putting, I was putting someone else's character on someone else. How many times have we done that? How many times have you done that? Where you made somebody pay for a mistake that they didn't make? And I started to realize that. I was like, man, this dude is really like disturbing my peace. Like this dude has really turned me into a person that, I, that I'm not anymore. Like this dude is having me not trust anybody. And I'm like, this dude is winning. Like he already did me dirty. He's continuing to win because I'm allowing him to control my thought process. I'm allowing him to control. Now I don't want to work with anybody. And there's people out there with great opportunities. So I say that to say it made me realize the power of forgiveness. It made me realize that when we don't forgive people, those people can continue to control us, even if those people aren't a part of our lives. Even if we moved on, you know, one quote that pops up in my mind when it comes to relationships, because people say, you know, I've moved on, I've moved on, great. But have you forgave that person you moved on from? Have you forgave that person that did you wrong? Because I'll tell you right now, without forgiveness, and you can quote this. It's one of my favorite quotes of mine. Without forgiveness, you can move on from the person, but I promise you this, you will never move on from the pain. Yeah, you can move on from the situation, but you will never move on from the pain. And in my book, The Greatest Year, I talk about even with football. As weird as that sounds, I know y'all's like, that's like me and football, we were one. <laughs> we were married, okay? For my athletes out there, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It's just a relationship. Like football was my everything. And when I lost it, I became bitter. I was realizing like, dang, like I'm keeping Tristan from playing football because of my bitterness, 
And so now I was allowing a past situation to control my future. And I know a lot of you listening to this right now, at some point or right now, you're allowing that to happen. You're allowing something. Some of us aren't even conscious of it. You're allowing something in your past to control your future. Something bad in your past to control your present, to control how you feel. You're not meeting the greatest version of yourself because of something that's happened. Whether it's you not trusting nobody, whether it's you not giving love another shot, whether it's you, you know, not want to work with nobody, whether it's you isolating yourself because so many people have done you wrong. And so now you think the world is just a bad place because you had experience with bad people. Don't let your experiences with bad people make you judge everybody, right? Don't put the label of one person or three people that did you wrong on everybody because that's not fair. You wouldn't want people to do that to you. So let's talk about these three things right quick that helped me learn how to forgive because you have to understand this. And I know you heard this plenty of times, but forgiveness is not for other people. Forgiveness is not for anything else. Forgiveness is for you. I want you to think about that for a minute. Forgiveness is for you. And once I realized that, it changed how I thought about forgiveness because I'm going to be real with you. Like growing up, I thought forgiveness was a weak thing. I thought weak people gave forgiveness. I thought strong people held grudges. That's what I thought. But I was wrong. It's just the opposite. Weak people hold grudges. Strong people forgive. You know, forgiveness is not a weakness. It's one of the greatest strengths because what forgiveness does, it frees you from that person. It frees you from that situation. It frees you from that bad friendship. So let's talk about three things right quick. Number one, that it really helped me understand, that really helped make giving forgiveness easier for me. Like I said, I'm not going to say easy because it's never easy at times, (laughs) but made it easier for me. And me being a man of faith, you know, one of the main, the main thing I would say, well, all these things are major for me, but I realized, number one, that God forgives me. And I know some of you might not can relate to that, but for the believers listening to this podcast, I know you can, right? If you think about your life and all the things that you have done, right? All the things that you've done that haven't been good, all the mistakes that you made, all the things you wish you could take back, right? All the things that you've done that nobody else knows about but you and God. Right. If your walls could talk, they would say something different than what you let the world see. Right. We all have those things in our life. And I had to realize, like, man, wait a minute. Like, who am I to think I'm too good to give a forgiveness that I expect to receive? Who am I to think I'm too good to give a forgiveness when I know God forgives me? And Lord knows that the things that I've done in my past, I probably shouldn't even deserve his forgiveness. But God still forgives me. And so I realized that in my faith walk, and I was like, man, if God can forgive, then I should be able to forgive too. I shouldn't be above forgiveness, no matter what someone has done to me. Okay, so that was the first thing for me that made it very major when it came to forgiveness, and it convicted me. Because I was like, I'm being a hypocrite. Because I was thinking about like, I was trying to compare it like, well, I didn't I didn't do it like this. Like I wasn't, I didn't, you know, steal money from somebody. So, you know, then you try to compare your sins versus someone else's sins and all these things. Listen, it's still a sin. Even if you sin differently than somebody else, it's still one. And so I needed, I know I need God's forgiveness daily. You know, I need God's forgiveness in my life. And so I had to realize, man, if I expect it from God, then I should be, you know, uh, try to be an image of him as best as I can and making sure I'm given that. So number one is I understand God forgives, right? So anytime I'm struggling with giving forgiveness, that pops up into my brain, like majorly, like I see it vividly. The second thing is 
is that I know that I need, I've done things in my life, like I expect forgiveness, right? So I know that I've done things, right? We just talked about God giving forgiveness, but also to people, also the people. People have given me forgiveness before. People have given me grace before on things that when I've hurt them, right? I might've said something about them. I might've done something that, that was out of my character at that moment. And those people still gave me forgiveness. So think about this in your life, right? The times, because you got to self-reflect because we live in a time where it's a lot of selfishness, right? We think about ourselves so much and in a negative way. Of course, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer. It all starts with you, right? You should have self-awareness to the max. But think about a time in your life where someone has forgiven you for something that they probably shouldn't have forgave you for. And I know y'all, I know we have a lot of perfect angels that's listen to this podcast that cannot think of one thing because you've done nothing wrong. All right. Maybe, maybe you'd be lying because you probably lying if you say you've done nothing wrong. <laughs> so think about a time that somebody has forgiven you. And what really convicted me, just like when I think about God forgiving me, it's like, wait a minute. So you're expecting a forgiveness that you're not willing to give. Uh-oh. And while we're on this moment, what's on my heart, I want to be clear about something. Forgiveness doesn't mean you excuse the behavior. Do you hear me? It doesn't mean that you're saying, okay, what this person did is okay, because I know a lot of people listening to this podcast has some things that has happened in their life, right? Some, some real stuff that's happened. And so many times we think forgiveness means that we excuse the behavior or forgiveness means that we saying, okay, that's right. And what you did was, was okay. What you did was, no, forgiveness doesn't mean you excuse the behavior. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you put yourself back in the situation. That's another thing. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you have to still be cool with that person. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you have to be buddy-buddy again. It doesn't. It can be that. But like that guy was telling you about earlier, I probably will never talk to him again, ever. You know, I wouldn't avoid him, but I'm not going out of my way to have a conversation with the guy. Does it mean that I haven't forgave him? No, it doesn't mean I've forgiven him. But I know I don't have to rekindle a relationship with a person in order to forgive them. So I want to be clear about that because some, sometimes we think that we have to put ourselves back in a situation. No, it doesn't mean that you put yourself back in a situation. What forgiveness means that you free yourself from the situation. Hello. Okay. So going back, and I know I'm all over the place. Y'all know me by now, right? I'm following my heart all the time. So going back to number two is that somebody has given you forgiveness at some point in your life, at some point. Somebody has said, I've forgiven you, right? Somebody has given you a second chance at some point. I don't care if you were cheating on a test in second grade and the teacher didn't go tell your parents, right? They looked out for you. At some point, someone has given you another chance, okay? And again, it doesn't mean that you have to give someone another chance in the same capacity in your life. I want to be clear about that. But someone has given you that, okay? So number one, I always remember that God has forgiven me and if God can forgive, so can I. Who am I not to forgive if God's forgiven people? The second thing I understand is that, dang, I've done some stuff in my life that, that I wasn't proud of. I didn't hurt some people. I didn't told some lies, but people have forgiven me, right? And the third thing that, that really helps me, okay, I want to spend some time on this one, is that I understand what it's costing my future if I don't forgive a person. And we kind of touched on this at the beginning of this episode. But I need you to understand what it's costing you by you not forgiving. How many people do you know, and maybe it's yourself that you know, that have 
not pursued a relationship or not given a relationship a chance because they haven't forgiven the people in their past relationships or a relationship. How many people do you know? And I know myself when it comes to certain things. I just was super transparent about not want to do business with anybody because of what this person did. But how many people do you know that have not given someone a shot at whatever it is because of something in their past? Think about that for a second. And think about how that could be preventing you from the next level of your life, whatever that next level is. It could be for preventing you from having the, re- the relationship that turns into a marriage. It could be preventing you from the business opportunity. It could be pre- preventing you from so many things. So when I start to think about Like, dang, this dude is literally controlling my life. You might not see it like that, but if somebody is is is, has changed you, and what's crazy, especially in relationships, a lot of times we tend to become the thing that we hated. Man, think about that for a second. I've seen it happen in my life. I've seen it happen in so many people's lives where somebody treats them dirty, somebody does them dirty, and they end up becoming the person that they hated. Or the person's character, right? Maybe they were an a-hole, you know, to you. I should probably have said that. Might bleep that out. But I didn't cut, so it's cool. Or maybe they were disrespectful to you. Or maybe they talked down on you. and Or maybe they just was mean and rude. And you, and you hated it. It wasn't right. And then over time, because you're in that environment so much, and even if they have moved on with their life and you moved on from them, you end up becoming them. That means someone's controlling you. If something from your past is preventing you from fully being yourself, that means that the thing in your past is still controlling you. And there's no worse way to live life than being controlled by something or someone that is no longer a part of your life. Do you hear me? I'm going to repeat that one because this is something that if you struggle with forgiveness, this is something that you need to put on your mirror, on your uh, screen saver, Make a shirt. I don't care. Like, you need to see this. If someone, right, in your in your past, think about this. Even if they moved on with their life, even if you moved on with your life, if, they're ch- if they have changed who you are, they're still controlling your life. And there's no worse way to live life than having a person or situation that's no longer a part of your life to control your life. And it's not always about relationships because for me, it was football. It was football. And even in this weird way, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast because I I talk all the time, obviously, stage and stuff like that. So some stuff might overlap. But I had a fear of success. I did because I tie success with failure. I tie success with pain. And as weird as that sounds, I had a fear of being successful. So I like I throttled down on purpose because every time I reached a level of success in my life, when it came to football, I lost something or I experienced some type of setback or some type of complication. And so when it moved to rehab time, every time I would go higher and higher and higher, I was like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting on the elevator to to, to crash. I'm just waiting on the plane to crash. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting on the elevator to come down because that's what happened in my football career, right? So I was allowing something in my past to still control me. Even though football had been over, it was still controlling my mindset. So how many of you listen to this right now have had past relationships that's been over, but it's still keeping you from being your whole self in your new relationship? And as we said, that's called making a person pay for a mistake that they didn't make. How many of you have had some failure in your life? Because we can take this down to the simplest form. Because some of we think about forgiveness, we think about people all the time. Maybe you need to forgive yourself, right? Maybe you need to forgive your past. Make peace with it and say it's okay. 
Because some of us haven't forgiven ourselves from our past. And just think how much that is keeping you from building the future that you deserve to build. So when I started to realize this, when I started to realize like, wait a minute, like there's no way I'm going to allow this dude, the dude we talked about at the beginning that messed me over, I'm not going to allow this dude to continue to have power in my life. Like, what does that look like? I'm not going to allow this guy that messed me over to continue to have power in my life. And so I want you to think about this right now in your life. Stop giving your past, stop giving that person the permission to continue to control your future, to continue to control you because you might be thinking you're strong by holding a grudge. But you know who's winning? When you hold a grudge, they are. Because guess what? They still in your mind. You might not act like they exist, but if you still have some habits in your life that they gave you, if you still are bitter, if you still are angry, you're still not trusting anybody, they still are winning. They're still controlling you. Don't let the person that controls so much of your past control so much of your future, straight up. Don't let the thing or situation, whatever it is that controls so much of your past, control so much of your future because you don't want to give forgiveness. We got to grow up. We have to mature. And we have to change our mindset when it comes to that word. Because some of us, we aren't meeting the greatest version of ourselves because we're wrapped up in, I ain't going to forgive nobody. Nah, I don't want to have a conversation. Well, guess what? You don't have to have a conversation with that person. Because that's another thing. People think, oh, I got to have a conversation in order to forgive them. No, sometimes you can't have a conversation with ignorance. I get it. (laughs) Sometimes you can't have a conversation with a person. I understand that. Maybe you do have that conversation. Maybe it's, like I said, maybe it's just your past self that you have a conversation with. Like, I didn't have a conversation with dude. I didn't. But I gave forgiveness. I let him live. Like, I wasn't going to kill him or nothing like that. But I let him, like, I let him ride. I don't want y'all thinking, like, Trent, you let him live? What are you talking about? (laughs) But I let him live. That's a slang term with letting him just go on about his life. You know, because I wasn't going to waste any more energy. Because if somebody's controlling your energy, they win it. If somebody's controlling your peace, they win it. And sometimes we think, oh, me holding a grudge. I'm winning. Nah, you losing. You losing. If somebody's making you become a person that you know you're not, you're losing. And another bonus that helps me also give forgiveness to people is a little bit of sympathy. You know, sometimes I empathize in certain situations that I can relate to. But I start to think about even with that dude, like, man, he must have really needed that money. You know, maybe he needed that money more than I did. I mean, it was hard for me to get to that point, but I had to realize that, you know, maybe if I grew up the way he grew up, I would be just like him. You know, I've said this before. I don't believe people are born cold-hearted. Like when my baby Marley, all my kids, they came, they wasn't like mugging, they was crying, but they wasn't like tough and like <laughs> like a gangster when they came out. Absolutely not, right? They're babies. Babies are loving. Kids are loving. That's why I love kids. They might be bad, but they, they're loving. They're kind-hearted. I believe nobody's born cold-hearted. I think situations and things happen that turns our love into hate. And if you don't get forgiveness, what happens is your heart gets hardened. Trust me, I've been there. You know, I was a person that saw the good in everybody. You know, I was a person that, you know, trusted everybody. I was a person that saw the best and I still am that person. But it's some things I'm still working through when it comes to forgiveness. Because when you've been hurt, when you've been, you know, done wrong a lot in your life, it can harden your heart. And you can become a person when you look in the mirror, you don't even recognize And I know a lot of you listening to this can relate to that, whether it was a relationship that just was horrible for you or whether it was a best friend that did something that you was like, like, why? And it just made you look at life differently. It made you look at people differently. 
But don't let their character make you define what everyone's character is. You know, get to know someone for themselves. And that's why I'm big on that. Like, I'm, I, I don't, I'll listen when somebody says something about a person, but that's a person's experience with them. Because a lot of times I'll meet a person and be like, you are definitely not what that person said. So just make sure, this is just totally random, but make sure you, you know, when you meet someone or you give someone a chance. I just believe in giving chances because you can always not give another chance. You can always take your trust back. And so as I wrap this episode up on forgiveness, and like I said, I dive in more in my book, The Greatest You. Some of you already read it. Uh, but if you haven't read it, make sure you go get it. And I have a whole chapter on forgiveness and why forgiveness is for you. But yeah, when I started to realize like and look at people, it's kind of like we talked about with haters. When I start to understand like, man, okay, this is why they did that. Like this is how they were brought up. And it doesn't excuse their behavior, but it brings reason to their behavior. And sometimes all I need is the reason to be able to give forgiveness. And so be selfish with your forgiveness, right? So understand these three things, the major things that we talked about today. Number one, right? God forgives you. So if God forgives you because you didn't done some things that you needed forgiveness for that people probably don't know about, then you should be able to give forgiveness to. Second thing is that you've, that others have given forgiveness to you at some point in your life right? Others are giving you grace. And the third thing is realizing what it's costing you if you don't forgive, how a person is controlling your life, even if they're no longer a part of your life, how a person is changing you, even if they have moved on from you, you've moved on for them. Because like we said before with that quote, you can move on from the person, but without forgiveness, you'll never move on from the pain. So if you have a person in your life that you need to forgive, I want you to work towards it. I know it's not no overnight thing. For some of you, you might be like, oh, Katrina, I got it. But for some of you, it's a lot deeper, right? Maybe something happened to you as a child that's a lot deeper. Or somebody did something to you that's a lot deeper. But I just don't want those people to control your life anymore. I don't want that situation to control your life anymore because you deserve to live life free of that. You deserve to live life free from the things in your past that you can't change. right? You can't change things that happened to you, but you can change how you move forward with your life. Okay? So what I want everybody to do is write down a list of people you need to forgive and work towards forgiving them and why you need to forgive them and what it and what it is costing you if you don't forgive them. OK, so write a list of people that you. some of y'all's list is probably gonna be long. <laughs> some of y'all might have some long lists, right? You might have three, four pages, five, six pages that you need to like, dang, Trent. OK, now I got to bring out my whole like I, I got to bring out a whole notebook to get through these people. <laughs> but just write down the name of names of people you need to forgive. Find a process on why you need to forgive them and understand what it's costing you every single day, your peace, your soul, your happiness, your joy, what it's costing you every single day by you not forgiving them, right? It's like, what, what's that quote? I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like uh, when you don't forgive someone, it's like drinking poison and expecting them to die or something like that. And it's so true, right? You're letting people basically live in your heart and your life rent-free right? It's taking advantage. You're letting them stay there rent-free, okay? Forgiveness frees you. Like I say it in every single episode, it all starts with you. I feel better, guys. <laughs> My voice didn't crack at the end. I feel better. And I want to say thanks for everybody for the support. Make sure you tag me on Instagram. Make sure you're following me. Make sure you share this on Facebook. But share this with somebody who needs it, okay? Because this is how we're impacting the world, not by my message, but you guys sharing the message. And it's because you guys believe in it. I love you. I'll see you next week. It's rehab time. Let's get it straight up. Straight up. 
It's hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, what up, y'all? It's that time of the year. Everybody's talking about forming new and healthier habits. Change your habits, change your life, right? Listen, I love it. I'm sure you started some new habits this year. I know I did. But the question is, how are you tracking those habits? Have you ever wondered, like, which habits matter most? Which habits are you tracking daily, weekly, monthly? A lot of people know they need to improve their habits, but let's be real. They don't know where to start. That's why I think you'll love Growth Day. The world's number one, I didn't say two, three, four, number one self-improvement system. Growth Day, what it does is it helps you track proven habits that lead to long-term success. Not that short stuff. Long-term, lasting change, well-being, and positive relationships. And check this out. You can get a free trial right now at growthday.com. What you measure, you can change. The reason people love Growth Day is that you can score your habits every day, week, month, and when you do... You get targeted classes to improve those habits. When you sign up today, you also get Growth Day's Mindset Journal, Wellness Challenges, and in-depth personal development courses from the industry's biggest names. And don't forget, I teach live every single month in Growth Day, too. You got that right. Yes, every single month, I teach a new personal growth topic to help you advance your life. Download Growth Day from the App Store on your phone or start your free trial right now at growthday.com. Let's get it. Hey you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there would be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all under your own brand. And what's cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or a Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked or unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. You can put your content behind a paywall, too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has its 14-day trial free just for you. Go to Circle.so. Imagine being able to manage your community, start chat groups and live classes, accept payments, all in one place. If this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. Let's get it.